Welcome to Bundesliga Recap. I'm going to be recapping the game between Germany and Romania, the World Cup qualifier. Germany did win 2-1, thanks to a 52nd-minute goal from Gnabry and an 81st-minute winner from uh, Müller. Haji did get the goal from Romania in the 9th minute. Uh, just a quick run-through of like the basic stats. Possession, that went to Germany, 77, to Romania's 23. Expected goals, Germany had 3.02. Romania had 0.89 shots. Germany had 22, Romania 9 on target. Uh, Germany 6, Romania 1. So, just a, uh, just a quick comparison. Possession, Germany obviously dominated as expected, but I would say a little bit more than I was honestly expecting. They had the ball the entire game, and there's a few breaks that Romania did look dangerous, um, especially through Hagia, who did get the goal. But he looked very, he looked bright when he was on the ball, but that wasn't too often. His goal was a great um, snaking run through defenders, great great dribbling run, and great finish. Yeah, it has to be good to beat uh, Sagan. but good goal. But then they they I thought they sat a little too deep. There's deep, and then there's what they and what happened is they kind of got exposed. And that's where the 3.02 expected goals, but I think it really should have been higher, honestly. It looked like Germany, they were piling on the pressure, and then it, it just finally, it, it it took a while for it to go in, but it, it, it did twice. So, and then Romania, they had those few fast breaks, but they did look dangerous on them. So that's a good positive, I guess, they could take from this. Shots, as you expected, Germany did have 22. But the nine shots, Romania have only one on target. But the nine shots show that they did have some, some, some pressure and some bre- some fast breaks because they didn't have any of the possession. But those fast breaks can be deadly, and it was at one on one of them. The lineup did start with Terstegen, um, Hoffman as right back, Sula, well Terstegen in that, but Sula at center back, Rudiger at center back, Kerr at left back, Gretzka and Kimmich as a double pivot, Royce or Gnabry on the right. Sonny on the left, Royce in the uh, the cam, and Werner up top. The subs did come in. Uh, Royce went out in the 67th minute for Muller. Um, in the 67th minute, Havertz also went on for Werner. In the 85th, Klosterman went on for Hoffman. And Adamian went on for Sonny in the 89th. I, th- I believe it's pronounced Adamian. I, I really don't. I'm going to butcher that one. I need to learn how to pronounce it. But the subs did impact the game. Mueller scores the goal. Havertz, looked, Havertz, I thought, looked okay. Not his best, but subbed on. Here's here's the thing that I'm really interested in seeing. Is Royce going to be the cam for the national team? Or is it going to be Mueller? Because we know he likes Mueller, obviously, because he was kind of the, the piece along with Robert Lewandowski, to the attack for Bayern. So, when Hansi Flick coached Bayern. So, will he make Müller basically the piece to go off of? Or is he going to have Royce? Because Royce, Royce is very good and has been good for Dortmund. But does the system run better with Müller? I think it does. He gets a goal. Somehow he found a ton of space at the back post off of a flick header from Goretzka. He, he, he scores goals. He's always in the right positions. So... I think that that gives you something, but also just the fact that he's fluid. He'll let other people come inside. Then, like, 
Werner can check back, or he can make runs through as someone else checks back, plays the ball to him. So there are just more options, I think, with Mueller. More free-flowing offense. We'll see. But, I mean, honestly, if you look at how, like, the German team is getting younger, and you've got people, I would say, even someone that could replace Mueller. So, like, if you wanted to continue, like, if he had, like, if he's a boss for a while, like, he can implant the same thing. Maybe Musiala switches into Cam, or is even on the right, and then you still get that. Or you could play, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if he put Mueller on the right and put Gnabry on top with Zane on the left. Now, I thought Sonny did not have a great game. I thought he was giving the ball away stupidly. Just wasn't great, at least in, for very much, particularly in the start of the game. But he has been playing good for Bayern and for the national team recently. So, a bad performance in a game that Journey wins. I'm okay with that. I don't really mind it too much. Just hope in the next two games that he does pick it up and plays better. We'll see, though. And then, obviously, Gnabry's undroppable. He's got to play. He'll play at striker, right wing. Don't really want him on the left, but I I think he could play there. But striker, right wing, he's going to play. He scores loads of goals for the national team, scores goals for Bayern. So I really do think he's got a good shot at being the star attacking player, along with Mueller, because I think he always will get goals and assists. That's just what he does. But then I think you've got to add the, just the fact of the defense was solid, except for that one really, that one dangerous run by Haji. So, one run, scores a goal, but they, they, I, it's good enough. Maybe they improve it a little bit more. We'll see. I do like the partnership of Rudiger and Zula. I think that could be the part, like the future partnership. No offense to Hummels, but I really don't want to see him Getting into this team, I don't think we need a slow center back. I just, I just don't. I really don't. I don't think that's honestly what this team needs in a in a way. I do think we do need. I I do think we need a like a more secure right back. I know we we got Klosterman and Hoffman. I think pretty much battling for that spot, but it is it is a bit of a point of weakness. I would say even the left back too. I think Gosens will be the starter, but and he's very good. So I think that position is a little bit more secure than the right back. I think that's probably one of, probably the weakest spot because you've got Musiala coming off the bench, Havertz coming off the bench, Werner can play out of the wings. So the wings are pretty much, there's a lot of good players right there. Striker, that's another weaker one. Adamian, he's been playing brilliantly for Salzburg. He's on the radar of Dortmund and Lever, uh, Liverpool. So I would like to see him go to Dortmund. Maybe he doesn't get enough playing time, but if he if he does get to go there and scores a lot of goals, that will really help Germany's, I see, I would say, second weakest position or maybe even weakest with striker. So those positions, I think, obviously in this game, they only score two against a Romanian team. That's not great. So maybe you do need a striker that's going to score a goal or score score a hat trick in one of these games and going to exploit exploit the other team's weakness and draw more players to him so others even can get free so we'll see how that goes i and then and then there's makuku so they've got tons of young talent coming through but i think strikers really the and right back are the positions germany's most weekend but in this game it's they just gotta find the back of the net more but 
a win to win. They're in first. They've got 18 points. I don't see. They're not going to slip up. I don't think. I I think it's pretty secure. I would wouldn't say 100 percent they're going to the World Cup, but yeah, I I think this group's pretty much wrapped up for first place. I think second place could be interesting, but I I would be pretty confident in saying Germany's going to go to the World Cup. So they got a very fairly easy group. So I think that definitely is a big benefactor. But that will do it for this week's Bundesliga recap. Thank you for listening and have a great day. Bye.